Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today for Tuesday, October 25th. Obviously, the morning after the municipal election, so that took a great deal, if not pretty close to all of our attention. We talk about some of the results. We let you hear from some of the winners or losers. And this sums up the essence, to me, of John Tory. One, I think people think, well, I'm relieved that we didn't roll the dice and there's not a wild card in there. But two... You're not terribly excited, given the lack of options. Both things are probably true at the same time. Have a listen to this segment. You decide for yourself on Toronto Today. It's a very resounding mandate for John Tory. And I made the point, and I think this is worth bearing out, two things. One, one, is the fact that this is a veteran politician that has conflated, that has uh, provided some issue of stability in a city that needed it in 2014. And I think going into 2018, we thought because John Tory had said in politics, I do think circumstances change and things change. A lot of people pointed out, he said he'd only run for two terms and here he is for a third. How can we trust him? Well, the pandemic factors into this. And I would tell you, you might be frustrated by John Tory, but you deny to me that you'd feel more secure stable, the city be organized the same extent if John Tory wasn't the mayor this morning. Is that an endorsement? Well, it's not a dismissal or it's not a, oh gosh, this is awful waking up this morning because nothing was shocking about the result. And I'll get to some of the city council results as well. We're going to stay Toronto proper for this segment uh, as in the mayor election and the city council. There are a load of stories and believe me we will leave the airwaves today at nine o'clock and we'll beg to stay on another half hour an hour because we won't get to everything we want to get to but we'll do our very very best to move it uh quickly and give you everything you need to know but imagine how you felt because think about how you felt when doug ford was elected think about rob ford rather think about how strange that was to go from again david miller love him hate him like his politics, question his politics. You just knew what it would be. It had that air of stability to it. And when David Miller said, I'm not going to run again in 2010, and then city councilor Rob Ford stepped forward, and for a while, a little bit of a coin flip, whether George Smitherman would be that person or not, to beat Rob Ford. You remember waking up in 2010 going, hmm, Rob Ford, a little bit of a wild card. It's got some, you know, puts the puts the puts the cray cray and crazy like in a good way if you voted for him and in a concerning way if you didn't and you couldn't have predicted you couldn't have predicted the instability, the chaos, the <laughs> the absolute circus that the city would become at different times. And it wasn't all bad. It created some positive conversations. He did things unconventionally. So this leads me to now we have a very conventional mayor. But these are conventional times, and it takes building things. He has done that. It takes keeping things stable. He has done that. It takes creating, you know, uh, conversations where there could be a bitter divide. He has done that. He's going to have to be the best mayor he's ever been in Toronto, and you're going to know it whether he can do it or not in the next 12 to 14 months. You won't be sitting here. I won't be sitting here, and none of us will be sitting anywhere in the middle of 2024 going, hmm, I wonder how this tor- how this third term for Tory is going. You're going to know. These strong mayor powers are going to factor into that as well. But even if they didn't exist, 
even of all those conversations about, well, should we give the mayor more powers over city council? And I'm not against it because the status quo has led us here and mayors haven't had the uh, strength and the uh, mandate and the sort of being able, the, the reach out to be able to dictate more of what the city becomes. And I'll tell you, they do in the United States and they do in most major cities in Europe. We have be, we've started to have conversations about conversations, meetings about meetings, and votes about votes in this city. It's no good. And it's led us to this point right now. Much of the pandemic has indeed as well. I'm going to get to a lot of John Tory, but let's play, uh, let's play the thank you uh, Toronto audio where he basically lays it out, is appreciative of the mandate, but there's no question. You could see it in his face. You could hear it in his voice. And it was patently obvious he knows what he's got from his supporters. Thank you, everyone who's here, and thank you, Toronto. I am deeply grateful for the faith and the trust that you've chosen to put in me uh, once again to lead our city for four more years. I've delivered a number of these speeches on election nights, and you know, some of them were good, and some of them, to be candid, weren't so good. But tonight is a great night as we look ahead to a third term, a third term at City Hall with a strong mandate from the people of the city of Toronto. Now, nobody really, really strong ran against John Tory. There were no veterans. We got an interesting conversation if a Josh Matlow ran or a Joe Cressy ran. Sometimes, and you see this in television and movies, to be honest, what you see is a deal being brokered. I'm not suspicious that one happened here where Tory says, hey, I'm running again. I'd advise you not to run. I'd love, I'm going to work collaboratively with you. And you and I aren't going to disagree on everything. Not by Those are healthy things to disagree with people. But John Tory's saying, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm out of the way. You got a better chance to win in 2026. I don't know that that's happening. I don't know that it hasn't. It does happen. It does happen. I don't know the other explanation beyond the obvious. It could just be strategic for some younger members, potentially younger members of city council to say, why do I want to go up against John Tory in 22 when I can earn four more years of political capital, make a difference, do my job, and run in 26 when he's not running? This happens all the time in politics. Of course it does. Now, let me give you this quick on Michael Thompson. Um, Michael Thompson was asked by 640's Matt Cardi last night, if you know the story, you know the story, but um, he decided to stay in the Toronto City Council race. He was charged in early October on sex assault charges. Again, these aren't allegations. This isn't something that's anonymous, and this isn't something that doesn't merit police charges. So he's continuing to serve as the counselor and was charged with two counts of sexual assault in late September, early October. Matt Cardi, our own, asked him how he would balance that, and he said this. How are you going to balance all of this? Because not only do you have your political life, your personal life, you have these legal matters. Are you worried that constituents might find this to all be a distraction for you going forward? Just watch me. Look, there are three words to me this morning Michael Thompson might want back. I think he's going to be asked about those comments. I would be defiant for certain if accused of something like this, and I'm innocent. I also wouldn't have resigned from deputy mayor or chair of Toronto's Economic and Community Development Committee if I was innocent. I'd spend every waking hour telling people I was innocent. But I think he's going to want those three words back. 
Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.